Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I could have a long discussion about rigor mortis, but we'll not get into that. to the xbox game passengers podcast i am your host derek and this is the show where each episode myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on the xbox game pass service which was chosen for us completely at random so whether it's a magical or horrible experience we'll force ourselves through it share our thoughts and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time at the end of every episode we'll also be randomly drawing the game at the end of each episode, we'll also be randomly drawing the game for the next show as well, so you always know what's coming up on the next adventure. And naturally, it's not just me talking. I always have a guest with me. And uh, today, today, after a 10-episode hiatus, uh, my good friend Mike is back. Mike, how are you today? Uh, I'm good. Good. What, what's new? What's going on? Uh, I, I am exhausted after this game. <laughs> Before we jump into this game, last week Doogie returned, and Doogie and I were talking about a game called The Outer Worlds. Have you had a chance to play that yet? No, seriously? Oh my god, you got... It's like the first time you've had like a new, new game. There's been a couple. I I, I broke the rules a couple of times, and, and there was a couple instances, like with Outer Worlds and like with Blair Witch, where I was just so excited for this new game to come out. And I was like, I need to play it, and I need to play it right away. Do I just play it and then hope it comes up later? But I just decided that it's my show, and uh, sometimes you got to break the rules. So Outer Worlds is out there. It popped up uh, just two weeks ago on the feed, uh, and then Blair Witch was a couple of episodes ago as well. You've been away for a while. I have. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I've mi- I've missed I've missed you. It's like I can count all of those episodes on my fingers <laughs> i do have 10 of those 10 of the 10 times ago was the last time that you were around but did either of you guys like speed run the uh outer worlds do it in like 12 minutes no no but doogie at the time of our conversation he was on his, his third playthrough of the game uh, and he was playing it on like the maximum difficulty which he said was pretty hard and you have to worry a lot about like food and stamina and everything like that so um sounds very cool i finished it so uh, you know finishing a whole new game that's more than you know i always love when like the five to ten hour games pop up on this show because i know i'm gonna finish it at that point whereas these like big 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 long games i i i you know i like shiny new things and uh new games come out and kind of take my attention and uh so yeah that was one of the few 10 hour plus games that i've had an opportunity to 
that I got so into that I, I played all the way through in like a week. Um, so I really, really loved that game and, and would because of the length as well. Like it's fair, it's, you know, 20 ish hours if you're doing like some of the side quests, but not all of them. And because of that, I could see myself going back to it at some point and potentially like trying to play a totally different character because it seems like there's a lot of variation in, uh, dialogue and in missions, depending on how you build yourself, which is really neat. So yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's, the response has been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, you know, as we record this, uh, did it make the cutoff for the Game Awards? I think so. I think it did. Yeah, so it's, it, it uh, you know, as we record this, we're, we're always recording a little bit ahead. We're just one day away from the Game Awards, so it'll be interesting to see if the Outer Worlds picks up anything uh, at, the, at the event and if Death Stranding uh wins game of the year which i think it was i it was just too divisive i i don't think that it has a chance because of the divisiveness but i also think that what is not divisive is it's so different from anything else that we've seen for some time and because of that it felt so refreshing to just play something where i had literally had no idea what was happening and what i no idea what was going to happen so um i'm looking forward to watching the show though fair enough i did not play that game either yeah i've been it's it's lead up no to games christmas for you. man no it's been yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Today, though, we're talking about uh, something even less mainstream, I would say. Uh, last week, at the end of the show, we drew this week's game, which was Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. It's a game by Ninja Theory, which was recently purchased by Microsoft. Um, they've made a few other cool games that I've never played. Uh, but but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Hellblade is about? All right. So the official synopsis is... From the makers of Heavenly Sword and Enslaved Odyssey of the West and DMC Devil May Cry comes a warrior's brutal journey into myth and madness. Set in the Viking Age, a broken Celtic warrior embarks on a haunting vision quest into Viking Hell to fight for the soul of her dead lover. Created in collaboration with neuroscientists and people who experience psychosis, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, will pull you deep into Senua's mind. That is a pretty powerful synopsis. Yeah, I would say. Well, I, I mean, they they kind of beat you over the head with it in like the first five seconds of walking <laughs> into the game. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. It opens with like a warning. Yeah, uh, which I thought was interesting. Even after that, it's like the first person they introduce in the game is the psychologist that they hired. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, and there's even a uh, like the the main menu. You got like three options. You've got your play. You've got options, and then there's like one called feature, and it's like a half an hour kind of mini documentary about the making of the game and uh, has interviews with some of the people they hired to to make sure that they were being respectful of of people that go through uh challenges like this and and uh like just experts in the field which i thought was really really interesting at the same time it's a video game and i am so curious Uh, the whole time i was playing it i was like i wonder what mike is going to feel about this game um because you know if you go back to episode five when we both actually really liked viva pinata that was a surprise for us because typically we are very very opposite in our opinions yeah and i didn't know i don't know where you're gonna fall on this and i didn't know where i was gonna fall on it either because i feel like with all of the this game got such high praise and you know one game like game of the year awards from like outlets and and was getting like nines and tens like in a lot of places and so my expectations were so high and and what did you think is is what I want to know first? You know, like my expectations weren't all that high going into it because I, I didn't really pay attention to it, honestly. Um, like I know it, it got a lot of hype, but I just was kind of like, oh, I got other things to do. So I didn't worry about it. Sure. Uh, and 
I was playing it. And I was thinking the same thing, except I was more like, Derek loves this game. <laughs> I was like, 100%. This is like an art film. Derek is so into this. The graphics are gorgeous. The binaural audio they used is amazing. Like, uh, oh my God, the audio though yeah. is <laughs> the audio is just incredible. Yeah. I was like, but go on, go on. I'm like, Derek like loves this game. So this is going to be a really rough one because I fucking hate this game. I'm sorry for you swaying. hated this. I game. Just, hate is a strong yeah, word. Yeah, I despised it. Okay, yeah. I, Go on, tell me more. See, I wanted to love this game. It's it's a beautiful yeah. game. It's well constructed. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. It, like and and uh, from a technical standpoint, it's a it's a beautiful game. Yeah, it's just I feel like I feel like they. I don't know. So, some background about me: like I have gone through a lot of the symptoms that Senua goes through personally. Like, I suffer from a lot of those things. And all of those symptoms, I have experienced nearly all of them, and they are extremely accurate. So, I mean, full okay. marks there. Um, when they say that, you know, they interviewed people and they tried to respect people and, and all that stuff, excellent. Um, mm-hmm. And they did a really good job of, of freaking me out in that regard. Uh, just okay. because I was like, oh, good. I, I pay a lot of money for medication for this. <laughs> so i mean so it was like do you feel like because of that it was like a, a hard game to play even or to put yourself through? yeah i had to take like i literally couldn't play it for more than an hour at a time before i had to like take a okay. break and go back to viva pinata um and just be like in a happy place <laughs> a little bit a of eye bleach for you and L- ear bleach pretty much yeah because i mean brain bleach everything is so like it. it is it's a great game um it's probably not a great game if you go through this crap um right off the top um, but the, here's my, here's my problem is I feel like they, they executed at either like 100% or 0% in this game. Okay. So it's like, if you break mm-hmm. it down, there's so many facets to this game. First off, my biggest problem is I'm not a big fan of walking simulators. Mm, uh, it's like my favorite genre. I know. That's the other reason why I was like, Derek loves <laughs> this. It's like Edith Finch, but one long Edith Finch. Mm. The other thing is, and it's funny because my biggest, when I played it and then I watched the documentary today, like I waited until the very end to watch the documentary because I didn't want my yeah. opinion to be tainted by the documentary. And it okay. it kind of was. So I watched the documentary this morning and uh, the biggest thing that they said, they're like, oh, well, you know, and the big thing about psychosis and mental illness is that um, it's the societal stigma that goes along with it. And that's what they're trying to conquer, mm. which I applaud them for. Uh, and I feel like it's great. Most games follow this sort of HP Love Quest sort of, or not Love Quest, HP. <laughs> wow. Um, Love Quest works, kind of. Yeah. Why can't I remember? Is Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Thank you. Lovecraftian sort of sanity system where there's like a sanity bar and you're like slowly, sure. go, you know, think of. Um, like Eternal Darkness. Like Eternal stuff. Darkness or Don't Starve, you know, where you slowly oh, yes, go yeah. in okay. and then you start experiencing those um you know it does like literally brings those symptoms in but it's because your sanity bar is low whereas this is more natural like you're just going through psychosis you have no idea when these things are going to pop up and most of them are continual sure and every now and again you know there's a new voice or there's less voices and as you progress there's less friendly voices Yep. Right down to the end. Also, we're talking about spoilers, so if you haven't played the game and are interested in it, you should probably stop listening. True fact. <laughs> Just be warned, and uh, there's your warning, so say whatever you want. Okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, unless you're really paying attention to that, you don't notice that the voices are 
like progressively less friendly or less helpful. Like, I feel like that to me feels like, and I like, I haven't said how I feel yet, but I feel like I wanted to love this game and I loved a lot of parts of this game. But I feel like overall, I just like, I, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit, but I didn't love it. But one of the things that I absolutely did love just while we're talking about the voices, mm-hmm. the progression of the voices throughout the game and like like the fact that they kind of some of them kind of come and go and there's new ones that appear and just the way that it seems like the the way the voices interact with you change throughout the game. Like, you know, towards the end of the game, there's this risk that that, that they think that they're going to potentially go away. And so they try to, you know deter you from even more from doing what what you're you're set up to do because they think that they're going to die in in this process or whatever yep. like the just the evolution of the way the voices worked i thought was just brilliant and then there's a time where they they start helping you like like towards the kind of final battle of the game they've kind of turned around and they're like like they feel so helpful in like oh look over there like look behind you like all of this sort of stuff mm-hmm. and i thought that those aspects cuz it's a mostly like it's pretty isolated. Like you're not really interacting with anybody in the game aside from Senua and these voices that are inside her head. And I thought that those aspects were completely brilliant. Um, but yeah, you anyway, go on. Yeah. So actually you nailed on my, my point exactly is the fact that they say, Oh, well the whole thing about the experience with mental illness and that is that there's this stigma, right. And it affects the way that you act in society. And then they took and they did all this great work and they made the game take place in a bubble. And when you look at how they sure. actually did the game production, it makes it worse because of the fact that like they knew this game was going to take place in a bubble. So why are you right. like and and they kind of tried to bring that whole social stigma thing in with a few um mm-hmm. kind of cutscenes where you find the parents' faces and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But you can totally miss that. Right. Yeah, you could. You they're kind of hidden. Yeah. Almost. Do you mean like bubble, as in like it's just a very open and closed, like small? No, I mean like there's there's no society in this in this game. Right. Right. Like the you are a bit that you are isolated. Yeah, you are literally isolated. Like this is this is like oh mm-hmm. well, when you're alone, you're experiencing all these symptoms. It's like well, no. If Senya was walking through her village, she'd be experiencing these same damn symptoms. Sure. Yes. It's just that everyone would think she's weird because she's doing weird things. Um, yeah. And you don't really experience that because they just sort of mention it. So, I mean, yeah. while they okay. did a good job of representing those, I just feel like it was it was kind of like the wrong game to go this in-depth on. I applaud them for doing the work, sure. and it's a step in the right direction, yeah. but it's not... It isn't what they're making it out to be, <laughs> if that makes sense. I feel like I, I... That's a really good point, and I would say I don't entirely disagree with that, in that, like, for instance, I don't or I, I have potentially better now, but don't have, didn't have a great sense of what psychosis is or what Senua was going through. And so like for much of the game and it kind of becomes, it, it kind of becomes clearer, I think towards the end of the title, but for much of the game, like it's so as someone who doesn't have a great understanding of it, it, it was almost a confusing aspect of like, what is not what's real and what's not and, and everything like that, but what is supposed to be real and what is not supposed to be, because it is still this kind of, 
like it feels like this very fantasy world and so because of that it was like i didn't know like are these enemies supposed to be real is this what is this symbolic of like the only psychosis element that i really understood is that obviously there's these people inside of her head that are kind of trying to sway her actions and everything like that and so because of that i feel like some of some until the, the sort of the end when it kind of became clearer um which maybe was deliberate i don't know but it kind of didn't feel that effective for me for for much of it if that makes sense. Yeah, I think a lot of it gets lost too, right? Like there's a lot of things that in a video game like this and in the setting that they chose get lost until you read or until you um watch the documentary and they specifically point totally, them out. Yeah. Like it's like, oh yeah, yeah, the the um sort of I don't want to call it a dolly days effect, but that's kind of what it is. Where um things sort of like morph around you, but you're like, Well, I'm in hell, so all right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This just is probably normal for where I am right now. Like, yeah. And then, but it, you know, yeah, it's like, well, are you really in hell or is this all in Senua's head? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Um, I do feel like, yeah, when you say, well, and like, is that the point? Cause I feel like that the perception at the end is that, is that, that it was all in her head, but is the point that you, that it's revealed later that like how, it was all kind of a fabrication in herself, or am I supposed to understand that from the beginning, which I feel like I didn't. Well, you didn't and, understand and, anything and that, from that, the beginning because there was no tutorial at all. Right. <laughs> there was no tutorial. <laughs> and I died a few times to say, there's, I did like that whenever you pause it, there's like the controls and stuff are pretty simple. Yep. Um, Cause the game's fairly like basic. Like you either are walking around and, and looking at stuff or you are, in combat and the combat i actually quite liked like it kind of reminded me a lot of rise son of rome did you did you think about that at all honestly well it's kind of ironic because of the fact that like this was taking place at the exact same time um in the same in roughly the (laughs) same place assuming that senua didn't actually leave home okay yeah the you know what i i didn't i felt like the combat system was tacked on a little bit okay like I, i feel like it was intentionally there but i feel like they could have Spent a little less time doing subtle details that only someone who has a decent understanding of psychosis would notice. Sure. And mm-hmm. spent a little more time at least making Senua seem like the great warrior that she's supposed to be. Like, right. I feel that's fair. There was a and lot I- of rolling and slashing and rolling and slashing. And I, yeah, yeah. In this setting, I would have preferred a little more like Thor style jumping and whirling mm. and I don't know. Sure. And I, and I, I mean, going back, like combat wise, I think I really liked the mechanics of it, but it did get rather just kind of like Rise of Son of Rome, I guess, but it did get quite repetitive. And there was a few encounters where it was just like, seriously, like another wave of dudes, like, can't we just be done with this sort of thing? Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know if you felt the same. Yeah, in that regard. really. And, and, and the other thing too, it's like this stop trying to be Dark Souls. Like, seriously, why do I have, like, <laughs> two hit points and all the enemies, like, from, like, the basic mm. swordsmen all the way up have, like, 4,000? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I was about halfway uh, through the one, game then... before I realized that I could use focus. <laughs> okay, yeah. Actually, yeah, it wasn't until you start to, see, like, some of the creatures kind of disappear or they become unhittable until it, like, the, tells you to use focus, basically, yeah. and that's kind of when I realized it. Then you had to pause. Can you use it before that? I thought it was something that she gained partway through the game. Nope. Nope, no. As soon oh, as really? she had okay. the mirror, <laughs> the mirror gives her that ability. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I Well, actually, um, I wasn't halfway through. It was after the first boss fight when, when she they said yeah, to use sure. focus. And I was like, oh, 
okay, well, what if I do this not in a boss fight? Right. Yeah. Um, well, and it's, I feel like it, it is, this is such an interesting game to talk about though. Cause I feel like there is so much going on and you, for instance, you touched on it like presentation wise though, like <laughs> this game, like right from the opening, I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like you, did you, you play with a headset, right? Uh, I did. I did not play it with a headset this time. I tried. And like the first time oh, I you, played, but you have played it with a headset. Yeah, I tried for a little bit and it was like freaking me out. So I stopped. Uh, I, really? I needed okay. it and to I, not like, be around me. Um, but well, <laughs> for sure. And, and I, I've like, I've recently started gaming with a headset and this one, obviously I was going to play with a headset, but it was like the first essentially, and you see it in the documentary and there was so much hype around the game around the release because they use this binaural audio technique to basically record the scape of the room or of the environment. Like when the voice performances were happening. And so you're in an environment, like if you're wearing a headset, there is literally audio coming. It sounds like it's from all around you. Like the, the idea of it is that it sounds like it's coming from inside your head. And it was like, I like, I can't, I don't know. Like the only binaural audio, like thing that I remember is that like, like barbershop thing from on YouTube from like 10 years ago. And I remember that being crazy, but this just having the, this entire like six, eight hour game, from that perspective, like it is, it's pretty freaking amazing though. Like it's a weird ass feeling. Um, Oh yeah. But it's so well done. It's, it's so cool. And, and it's like, like, I just feel like this, <laughs> this game should like, it tells you like, Hey, you should probably put headphones on. Like when you start the game, yep. I feel like it should just like the game just should not work unless you're wearing headphones. Like it detects it. And it's like, no, screw you go get headphones. Like you're missing out on half the experience at this point. If you don't like it is incredible. Put on headphones, you pleb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I like, I love the visuals and, and Senua's performance and it was pretty fantastic. Um, that, you know, there, you do see some other performances cause there's kind of these like little f- like flashy scenes or, um, like, and the voice work from all of the voices and all of the characters, I think, was pretty unreal as well. Like, presentation-wise, it's it's up there. Like, it is, it was so good. Um, I felt like the, yeah, the story I, was kind of thin, though, hey? Like, I didn't really understand, like, I... It was a very, yeah, it was very, it was a very, I mean, it's like a very simple yeah. tale. But maybe is that deliberate as well in that it's trying to sh- like but then again it's not that simple i guess no it's well, uh, what i'm gonna like, say is is you don't really understand yeah that's another thing too right like it's it, it all comes down to that mental illness societal view of things where it's like even i as someone who has suffered with this don't really get the motivation like i i get sure. i get being like obsessed with things uh to the point of being like self-destructive but Okay. I don't understand. Well, I shouldn't say I don't understand. I never really felt drawn to, you know, complete her quest just because it was like, I I don't know. It's just that you don't really, really all you do is interact with these voices that are all over the place. Uh, So you're just sort of walking forward and doing the things that they tell you to do. Um, And then. Yeah, that's fair. They just keep throwing these damn hurdles in your way. Right. It's like, it's like, (laughs) oh, I'm finally making it to Helheim. Oh, nope. Big boss comes and breaks your sword. 
you know. Yeah, that's fair. And then it's like now you got to do these four challenges before you can get a new sword. Like, yeah, that was uh, that was where I stopped. Fine, but <laughs> right there is where I stopped, okay. and I'm like, this is just a movie. I am not playing this anymore. I'm just going to watch someone else play it because <laughs> I was like, I can't. Okay. I well, and I that's kind of when I think. I think that before that point, that's interesting that that's where you stopped because I feel like before that point, I don't know. Like I was into the story. I was into the character. I was into the presentation. I don't know how into the game I was because at the end of the day, this is a video game. It should be enjoyable. And I, I thought a lot of the gameplay up to that point was like the, you know, the combat was cool, but then became repetitive. And, but I thought a lot of the gameplay, I wasn't loving it. Like I felt like half of it, felt like it was like, oh, this door is locked and you need to find these three symbols in the environment. And then I'm like walking around for 20 minutes, like standing at different angles looking for this symbol. And that was not fun at all. No, uh, it was frustrating. Did you, how did you feel about that stuff? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. And the, and the thing is too, like that was that was a symptom that I like still deal with today. And so for me- What do you mean? Like just finding things in the environment and you obsess or see symbolism in it. That's a th- oh my like well now it seems less boring because now it seems like it has a point but yeah <laughs> like uh, the whole time see like uh, as someone who doesn't really have an understanding of this the whole time I'm like are they just trying to pad the game like everything is taking twenty to thirty minutes because I can't find this freaking like triangle or or this half life symbol in the environment like yeah it's trying and to I be just found it, I found it kind of symbolic of like the OCD nature where you have to complete some sort of ritual in order to open a door. Right. Right. Like it's like, it's kind of like, the, how, but how am I supposed to know that? Well, you're not <laughs> like, had I known that going in, I think that it would have made more sense and I would have been okay with it, but it had no meaning to me. And so it felt, it just felt at that point, like padding in the game. Yeah. It, and it is. And the funny thing is, is that they provide you no instruction in this game whatsoever. So everything feels like no, padding. Yeah. And then the only instruction they provide to you in the entire game is a lie. Which instruction was that? The most blatant instruction. It was like as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Was it the was?" I was like, "This is what, what? this is a lie." I knew it immediately as soon as the words came up on the screen because the words came up okay. on the screen. Was it when it was like if the if the rot reaches her head, the game's over? Yeah, yeah there is no actual yeah. <laughs> permadeath. I like went online and googled it, and so, they're like, "There is no permadeath. It's a really? lie." And I was like, "I <laughs> I got scared because." Like at first I was like, oh man, if I die, I'm not going to want to play through all this, like find the symbol crap again. I don't remember where those things were. Yep. Um, but then like, and I think I died like once or twice kind of before the sword breaks. And then after that, though, one of the challenges is like, you're like running through this like room that's on fire. And so you're trying to find the symbols, which are more obvious in this challenge, but also there's like fire chasing you. And if it gets you, you die. And I died so many times in that. And every time I see this rot, creeps slowly up her arm and i'm like oh my god i gotta be almost dead but then like it was like felt like it was almost it felt like it was all the way up her arm and then throughout some of the tougher combat challenges later in the game as well like i died quite a few times and i'm like oh my god she's gonna this is gonna end like i'm gonna die and then i like do i have to start the whole game again or can i go back to my last save or what but then nothing ever happened with that no because it was Um, just straight up a lot so i thought that was kind of yeah and there's no difficulty options really either. Like you can change combat difficulty just by pressing pause and you can change that at any time. But it's not like there is a, it's not like there is a mode where, you know, you get a few deaths and then you're done because of this element of the game or anything like no, that. No, because it never was intended to be. 
And that's why it's like it stands out because of the fact that they like made such a big deal about it. And they literally made a big deal about nothing up to that point. So you're like, oh, yeah. I don't even know how to like run or jump or any like you walk up to a cliff and you're just walking oh, like you're hitting an invisible <laughs> wall. And then you're like, what if I hit a and then she gets down? Yeah. And it's like, oh, OK. So, it, you know, yeah, it was just like it stuck out to me because it was like, oh, OK, if you're telling me this, then it's probably full of crap because you didn't even tell me how to climb <laughs> down a ledge. Um, Sure. I mean, that's always that you just got to press the pause button and no, the controls are always there. No, no, you should, you should at least tell me how to climb down a ledge in game. I don't, but, the, and that said, uh, it was jarring at first that so there was no tutorial, but I also want to like uh, an element that I absolutely loved was the almost complete lack of UI at all. Like the only thing that you really see like interface wise on screen is there's like an autosave icon and like the there's kind of a symbol that kind of flashes when your focus is full when you're in combat focus basically lets you kind of slow like the enemies slow down but you can still go pretty regular speed so you can take out a bunch of guys at once and also enemies kind of get to a point i guess if you're out of focus sometimes you can't hit the enemies and so that brings them back into focus so you can hit them again but yeah there's like a symbol when you when when their focus is full um and then when you're trying to find the symbols in the environment there's kind of an overlay there but for the most part like you have no idea how much health you have or anything like that like there's like for most of the game you're just looking at the character and the environment and there's no interface whatsoever which i love i love it when games do that yeah it was that was excellent um yeah that and that flashes up whenever there's you whenever one of your charges is full because you can hold three three charges of focus Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Because it's like you can see it on the mirror, which is nice because all the UI elements were like physically on Senua, which was kind yeah. of a... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. No, that that aspect was very well done. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, that was my biggest problem with this game was like it was either like beautifully and masterfully done or it was like, it felt like, it, it felt like, ah, felt like half the team was like your, your partner in college that you got assigned who just phoned it in at the last minute. <laughs> like it, it felt like half the team was like working super hard and they divvied out all the tasks at the beginning. And then they're like, okay guys, it's time to time to take this gold. And some people were like, Oh yeah, here's the combat system. It's four buttons. <laughs> and they're like, really? What were you working on for the, the last two years? They're like the buttons. I liked the combat system. I, I wish there was more enemies. I wish there was more enemies. I feel like that is what made the feel repetitive. It's like, oh, it's the same tree dude yeah. again. Oh, and there's four of them on the screen at once right now. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. But Even even like if they were the same class, but just more variety in the enemy's appearance. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I don't know. And I feel like the story was thin and short. And there just could have been more. Like I feel like they spent a lot of time mm. doing a few things perfectly and they wound up with a movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and I like it, it's, it's interesting. Cause I feel like I like, what do you think the, like when the sword breaks and you're starting Odin's quest, is that about halfway or, or two thirds of the way? Yeah. Something like that. And uh, that's the worst part. Yeah, my so, favorite part of that game was crossing the bridge. Like that was my favorite part of the combat <laughs> and everything. Cause I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. send you as a total badass. And I think they did that, mm-hmm. like, it's a really good job in terms of storytelling. They made you feel like you're a total badass. And then they're like, oh, mm-hmm. no, wait, here's the big bad, and fuck you. But like, She just blows you away, basically, yeah, in a second. Like, you're nothing. And I was like, oh, come yeah. on. 
I mean, she's like the god of hell, so probably she should be able to do that. But yeah, but I mean, why? I, I <laughs> maybe I have a problem with the character of Hela because, like, I didn't like her in Thor. I don't like her in this game. <laughs> like until that part when you kind of start Odin's quest, I it it was just okay at that point. But then after that, I feel like it really started ramping up, and I thought that those challenges were quite interesting. One of them was kind of funny because it's like a you're kind of blind, and so you're kind of wandering through the dark, sort of, and and the, there's a voice there with you, and it almost sounded like uh, it, like a meditation app. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like he had this kind of very right, yep. like he had this very deep and soothing voice, and he's like telling you to like just breathe and like 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 you're gonna make it through and like. Like all this stuff and i just thought it was hilarious because it sounded like your it's like your daily meditation or your calm app or whatever yeah. so i thought that was kind of funny but yeah totally but the game started really ramping up from there and i felt like there was a bit more uh variation in the combat at least at some points and like i thought that the they add the berserker after that point too right like because they had yeah, up to that yeah. point you only have the shield dude is like the and the axe dude they're like the two yeah. big ones yeah. and then the berserker just kind of messes with combat even more yeah and he'll be mixed in with the other guys and then there's like a big kind of weird creature that you fight Mm -hmm. just you you only fight him like twice in the game but but there more more, a bit more variety in that and the challenges felt more interesting and more varied as well and then the like the last probably hour though like when you actually go and you're trying to like get to the point where you're going to fight gila I thought that was super epic. Like you're, you're kind of like, she's the voices have kind of turned around and you're just kind of like angry and, and done with it at this point. And so you're like running in and you're just tearing these enemies apart. And there's like a really cool, it kind of almost reminded me of like a 300 fight at times. Yep. Like there's this kind of cool, like subtle soundtrack in the back that didn't really exist before that. Um, and then you're kind of getting closer and closer and closer to Gila, but then you don't actually get to fight her. It just kind of like fizzles out sort of. Well, yeah. Cause she just spawns enemies until you die. Yes. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I, you know, I didn't really, it took me a moment to realize that you cannot win that essentially last fight, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was kind of an interesting choice, but, um, I but yeah, I choice. thought that the ramp up to that. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, you yeah, put was, me through all this crap. And then I don't even like, <laughs> I don't even get to actually fight the last boss. Yeah. Right. It felt anticlimactic because it, it just feels like this is your goal, the entire game and all of these obstacles hit you that prevent you from doing it or delay you from doing it. And then it's like here, you know, here's my moment. Here's where it's going to happen. And then it doesn't really happen. And she's there. She's kind of standing there in like in the environment as you're fighting all these guys, but you can't really, I don't think you can interact with her at all. And I don't know. It was, it was an odd choice, but I, that, that still, that last hour, I thought I just like absolutely loved like it. It kind of made me forget about the, the boringness that I felt in the first third of the game or so um, until I started talking about it again with you. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry about that. I do tend to do that. No, it's, I mean, it's fine. One question I would have just kind of talking about the whole, what is real and what is an aspect? Like, what was your perception? Cause you, you said you stopped playing, but you watched through the rest of it. Is that right? Yeah. What was your perception of like the ending? Uh, I was so frustrated by that ending. Like I get it. And it raises more questions about whether, whether it was real. You know what I mean? Sure. It does. I don't know. I just, I, like as a gamer who suffered through this, suffered through this game. 
Yeah, like suffered through the the grind because it is it is a long grind. Right, okay. Like it's it's intentional. It didn't feel that it didn't feel very grindy to me, and it's a fairly short game as well. It is a fairly short game. It did feel very grindy to me with the um, finding things. Okay, that yeah, that part I didn't. Like and the much. finding things for me, I found like each of those things about seven times before it would accept what I freaking found. Like that's, I felt like sometimes there would be like I would see something else in the environment that was like that, and then. And then it wasn't like the one that they were looking for, though, so it like didn't accept it. Yeah, and that's that's just it. It's like yeah, and and being attuned to kind of doing those sorts of things where you, if you've ever had that, just like anything else, your brain gets good at dealing with sorting things like that, right? So it's like if you are sure. someone who like finds patterns in the environment and um, focuses on those things, which yeah, I mean, isn't necessarily a bad thing. That's what a lot of visual artists do. Sure, but if you're if your brain is particularly attuned to that, then it also means that you're going to be better than they expect you to be, I guess, at finding those patterns. And then right. they've asked, I struggled a lot with that. Yeah, but you, you, according to what you said, you really didn't because you did find the patterns all over the oh, place. Sure, it just wasn't the right, right one because they accidentally yeah. put it in in multiple places. Well, and it was always like the one. Once you find the one, I'm like, oh yeah, this is better than the ones I saw. But I still saw what looked like that shape or that pattern. And it's like they give they have so much play in when you do find them that it's like, okay, well am I just standing like two feet in the wrong direction and it's <laughs> and not that's quite lining up right? Be. Yeah. Um I mean the, the little indicators were nice when I finally figured out that they just give you an indicator like, oh you're standing in the right area. So I would like stop. when you're near it, yeah. 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 So I would stop like just trying to find it everywhere. But then there's sometimes where even there you're like, no, that is the thing. And it's like, oh no, it's two things over. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, thought... I don't know. I just found that a little bit frustrating mm-hmm. in in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it's, oh, I felt like it was a bit of a grind for me. The ending you just thought was confusing as well. Yeah, and kind of just yeah, the anticlimax of it was just like, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't grind through the last. Like as much as much fun as it looked, watching it, like the hallway with the hands and all that sort of stuff. Was oh, really that was cool. so creepy, and that the, those aspects. Yeah, those, that like presentation wise, that was wonderful. Yeah. Like all that stuff was amazing. Um, but yeah. again, it was like, this is still walking simulator. Like there's no, I don't know. You could, you could watch a playthrough and get the same experience. You just don't get the gamer score. Like as long as the, <laughs> and it hands out gamer score, like candy. It does. Like, I think like I, the only achievement I didn't get was I didn't find all of the runes. And so I still got like 910 gamer score out of a thousand just in one playthrough. Yeah. Which is like crazy when you think about it on just yeah. one playthrough. Which effectively means really you beat it on hard. So I, I don't know. I, I just I really don't know what to think about this game. I just know that it, like in my gut, I really did not <laughs> like it. It was just it was it was well, and I could see it being like it is so different. It is very different feeling, and I I think that I could see it being divisive. Although it doesn't seem like it's that divisive because it seems like everyone loved it except for us potentially. <laughs> and we're agreeing more than I thought we would. Yeah, me too. When you kind of started this whole this whole conversation, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be brutal. We're just going to yell at each other for an hour, right? And now that I think about it, we haven't like argued about anything in a while. So maybe we've uh, maybe we've changed our tunes. Yeah, we've just blended. I've become more cultured, you would say. <laughs> or I've become less. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, is like all day today, I was like outside shoveling and doing like weird manual crap because I live in a snowy place. And I was like debating on like what my answer would be to like, would I recommend yeah. this game? And I'm like, no, yeah. yes, no, maybe, no. 
<laughs> it's like I don't know because it's it is it's just such a weird game. It's it's so hard to yeah um really like I'm just trying to think. You would probably be like the only person I'd be like I would have thought really likes this game like you know just because of it yeah. the way it is yeah and they did well and again if my understanding of all of this was different going into it like the things that i kept hanging up on were like boring aspects yeah of, you know it, it's trying to sell it's trying to tell this important message it's trying it's trying to give this important message and tell this interesting story which could be light and and could be confusing but was interesting ultimately but without like my lack of understanding made you know, like I said, these aspects where we're trying to find things, I had no idea that was a thing for people that go through this. I just thought it was a boring game element. And, and I kept hanging on that every time that popped up almost, I was like, Oh, great. More of this, more of this. And I hated it. But had I had that understanding going in, I wonder if I would have felt completely different about it. I don't know that you would have, because I mean, I knew that and I just found it frustrating. I mean, at the end of the day, it was still kind of a boring aspect of a video game and, and Video games usually should be fun. Well, yeah. And here's the other thing about (laughs) that, too. It's like you've taken out a symptom of psychosis, which is fine and cool and people go through it. But you've turned it into a game mechanic, which I guess, okay, fine. The thing about it is, is like that is one of like the really shitty, inconveniencing symptoms that is not interesting or terrifying or really makes you think. It's just annoying. Right. Yeah. And it's like, even if you are someone who has a similar symptom to that, you don't want to go living someone else's symptoms. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I mean, the, the, the whole thing with it was too, like they're taking the stance and it's, it's fairly well established and recognized stance that everyone has a little bit of psychosis and we're constantly sort of on that march towards psychosis, basically, um, with a major event triggering it. Uh, in this case, it would have been. Yeah. Senua's loss of her love in a very, very, very brutal way. Yeah. Which is kind of ironic that she had to go through Odin's trials considering the way in which he was killed would have been a sacrifice to Odin. But <laughs> whatever. And it was fairly well researched in that regard for historical context. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's just They just picked the wrong <laughs> things to turn into mechanics. And they were a little too subtle on other things. Okay. I feel like. Like what? Like what things? Like um, some of the hallucination stuff. Like I never really got mm. until I watched later. Like, like Yeah. Well, you know. What the, was and what wasn't? Yeah. Like the stairs, for example, uh, when you go across the bridge, right? And you have to go out onto the boat yeah. and then look because you can kind of see that there's something there. And then when you look yeah. at it, the stairs appear. Yeah. And that was supposed to be like a visual hallucination. Oh. But I thought she had it just gets missed. <laughs> yeah. I missed that. I. Dang. Yeah, well, it's just kind of, well, because it's... Well, and it's, like, so tough. I loved the aspect of how little interface and interference there was with you experiencing the game. But, uh, you know, if there was a pop-up, the first time you see these things, what if there's a pop-up that was, like, like people that suffer through psychosis, you know, sometimes experience blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, I would actually feel like I would feel like I learned something and it would make this element of the game make more sense but does it also take away from the presentation at that point yeah i think it would cuz then then it feels preachy yeah i don't know like i don't know how you would how you do well i, I guess it's just the wrong setting for these kind of things because it's like mm. again this is still hell right 
Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a little bit. Um, well, and I wonder if like you know this game. When did this game come out? Like last year, sometime. Two years ago, maybe. See. Like I wonder if we'll see more titles that are that explore stuff like this. Well, there's supposed to be more in the Hellblade series, right? Uh, I don't. I mean, it kind of kept itself open for a sequel, but I'm not. It's hard to say. And, well, and that was the other thing I didn't get. Like, if it's open for a sequel, because they. In the ending, unless I like got really confused, they call they don't call her Senua in the ending. They call her Hella, right? Mm, I don't remember. I feel like in like that last where where she kind of comes back after, yeah. And they call well, and it's kind of at, at like it when it kind of like pulls away and she is Hella Hela for a moment there, but then she kind of goes back to Senua at that point. But then it's kind of like your story is not over yet, and yeah, and she kind of walks away. Yeah, which just felt like a super video game. <laughs> yeah and, and that's just it it's like i don't know it came out in 2017 okay yeah i honestly feel like it's intended that they're going to have more in the hellblade series i just okay don't know but like is it it could be like an end i could see it be like an anthology thing yeah it may not be senua right? like tied together but different characters and yeah settings and everything like that i think that would be really interesting yeah i don't know i just uh i just i still don't know how to feel about this game <laughs> I don't know. I, I like games that I can sit down and play for a length of time without like, I've got enough stress in my life that this was like, I need to smoke every time. <laughs> it felt like a stressful experience. And I do not smoke, nor do I endorse the use of tobacco, but this made me want to smoke. Uh, <laughs> seriously, it was... This episode brought to you by Lucky Strike. Woo! With their... I don't know if they still make those. Ro- I just roasted. Watched, I watched Mad Men 10 years ago, so... I was like, yeah, with their roasted flavors. <laughs> unfiltered unfiltered that true tobacco burn (laughs) i don't know how cigarettes work neither do i (laughs) i mean i so in that case uh i'm gonna ask you the question that you don't know how to answer but uh for hellblades and it was sacrifice would you say to give it a shot is it a skip or would you say that this is a must play i would say cautiously give it a shot if you're looking for a different experience Otherwise, okay, skip it. That's that's basically where I settled. There's a few things that I was like, really, I love it. Things like if you want to experience how binaural audio yep. can work in a yeah. uh, actual like game environment and things like that, it's amazing, right? But if you've like it, heed the actual warning, if you have a history of mental illness, this game will stress the fuck out of you. And okay. um, if you're looking for an experience uh, that it, that is definitely different than anything you probably played before, uh, this game will give you that. But it's a thin experience in a lot of parts, and it's stressful, and it it feels like mm-hmm. I don't know. Play Dark Souls if you're really that much of a masochist. <laughs> it's an interesting answer. I feel like for myself, I think that it's like a cautiously must play because I feel like. You know, I read going back when this game came out, I read so many impressions of it and and so many people felt like it was such an important experience for them. And like I enjoyed I loved a lot of aspects of it. And from a technical perspective, this game is a masterpiece. But again, with my limited understanding, a lot of the gameplay elements ended up bugging me. And I don't know if it would have been different if I did have a better understanding, but I feel like even if it's just to try it even if it's just to even if you start this game just to check out the venereal audio and and how that works and everything like that like it could be a very important game for you and i feel like because of that and because you already have this subscription and you can literally download it for free and find out if it's for you or not i feel like even though i didn't love 
the, the whole package. Um, I love so many aspects of it that I, th- I still think it's, it is a must play. Um, if that makes sense. That's, you know what? That's a fair assessment. I mean, honestly, I still stand by the fact that I hate this game, but I would be willing to yeah. tell people to play it. Yeah. It's that's fair. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's a pass, but for most people, I would say if you want to look inside a lot of the actual symptoms, uh, that people go through, then definitely yeah. check it out because it is a fair, um, representation of the symptoms, not so much right. the actual stigma, but the symptoms itself. Sure. Okay. Do you have anything else to say about the game or is that it? No, I think that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have to stress over this game anymore. You're, you're so glad to delete. Go back to Viva Pinata. From me. <laughs> just, just <laughs> Viva Pinata. Trouble in Paradise? Uh, not yet. I still wish that that would come out on mobile. I feel like that would be such a fun mobile game. Yes, it would. Totally uh, would. Maybe one day we'll be able to play it via xCloud. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll come out on Apple Arcade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. They can make a new one just for Apple Arcade. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, with that, then I guess I'm going to draw the game for the next episode. Spin that wheel. All right. So next episode, it looks like we are playing World War Z. Oh, have fun with that. <laughs> Is that a good have fun with that or a bad have fun with I'm not that? I don't know anything sure. about it I, except that it exists. I haven't played it in a long time. So wait, is this the one that's like okay. based on the movie or is this the... Yeah, it was. it's this like in that franchise, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I haven't played that one. <laughs> I can't remember which one right, I'm thinking well, of. I'm thinking of some other zombie game that came out a while ago that was similar. It was similar. Like uh, Dying Light? No. Although to Dying be Light fair, so I'm, I'm not a big fan of fast zombies. Mm, I see. Like, yeah, I guess they're pretty fast in World War Z. Why, aren't they? why? Why? That doesn't make any sense. They're not. Are they technically zombies? <laughs> they're not reanimated corpses if they're that fast. Yeah, I think who cares? <laughs> I could have a long discussion about rigor mortis, but we'll not get into that. That's a great plan. Or the benefits of cremation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Or preventing a zombie outbreak. <laughs> and it's it's probably better. Is it better for the planet? Um, I don't know. Uh no, I doubt it. Yeah, I I, I really doubt it, but. It's its own thing. Find out. Find out and tell me. I will find out and tell you. You can you can have it in the next episode. You can be like, by the way, everyone, Mike says. Follow up. Follow up. Mike says. There you go. Well, I think that this is the end of another episode of Xbox Game Passengers. So thank you, Mike, for joining us. Thank you for having me. No problem. And I'm sure we'll see you back very soon. Not 10 episodes because that was too long, I think. So if you have time, let's jump back in. Your play, your Your viewers love me. Bring me back. <laughs> Just only have Mike. Hashtag save Mike. Uh, <laughs> save Mike. Bring bring back Mike. Bring back R- Mike. Renew Mike. There we go. Uh, six seasons and a Mike. Oh, uh, no, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's it for another episode of Xbox Game Passengers. If you have enjoyed listening to my voice, you can also hear me on Opposite Wednesdays on the Let's Play Arcade podcast with my friend John. Uh, we've just started that, uh, in the last couple of months as of this airing, uh, and it's been a blast as well. We talk about random Apple arcade games. It's kind of a sister show to this. Uh, we also drink a random beer on every episode and neither of us really know much about beer. So, you know, I don't know how valuable that is, but sometimes it's tasty and sometimes it's terrible. So if 
you have liked what you've listened to, uh, anything you can do to get us out there, whether it is a share on your Facebook page or a review on Apple Podcasts, we really, really appreciate it. Tell a single friend about us. Uh, you know, we've played some cool games and I think we've had some cool discussions as well. So, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks again, Mike, for coming on board. Thanks for having me and thanks for putting up with my stuff. And we'll be back in just two weeks with World War Z. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.